Welcome everybody to Weave You Yasha and Other Tales. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're gonna talk the cast. What? Oh no, I wrote that down like a C instead of an L. <laughs> Episode. <laughs> that makes no sense unless he were in a play. <laughs> Maybe next time. This is the last banquet of Moroku's Master, episode 135. You'll recall we counted the previous episode as two and not one. So I hope I'm doing that correctly. Yes, that's what I have corrected on my notes. This podcast is a learning experience. We'll do a special episode of We View Yasha, where we watch <laughs> the fourth movie uh, and V2 ourselves. <laughs> I'm going to double down and say I promise or I'm giving every listener $100. <laughs> hey, speaking of movies, where are we in our movie timeline? Well, we have one more episode to watch and then the movie. Okay, so we need 136. Yep. And then, okay, next question. Yes. Are we still in the fillers? Oh my God, we are. We are still in the fillers. this seems slightly story related it's true they pull in x-files um the gang's trying to tackle some meat-eating amish but then at the end the cigarette smoking man drives by in a car and it's like i have an alien (laughs) bounty hunter you thought we were just wasting your time yeah like this episode opens up and i'm like yes kagura murdering people amazing (laughs) i did kind of miss that and it's very vicious uh at least put up next to the wackiness of this episode. I don't know what was with the animation, but it looks spectacular. It was very good. I, wasn't there yes. another filler episode we watched a while ago that also had really fantastic animation? Yes. Oh, was it the um, the one we didn't like? The, the one where Amiyoga was behind everything? I recall that having really good animation. But wasting yeah. episode. Yeah. But this, like, Kagura's eyes look like they were glowing. They looked amazing. They also did this thing in this opening scene. It's almost directed like a horror show because everything's at a canted angle. And then they do, like, a close up of Kagura that looks like a handheld shot. Like, oh, dear God. I guess the perspective <laughs> of the monk. It was cool. I'm having trouble. Yeah. All in all, I really enjoyed this episode. We're kind of ending strong on this season. I gotta say, okay, before your last comment. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're starting off strong this season. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> These fillers, it is not like sludging through that one season of fillers. Season four, yeah. It's not like that. These are, these are pretty, pretty decent. And even they're if solid. I'm not like over the moon about them, they're still pretty good. This one I was pretty happy with. Well, they're they're unique from each other, so it almost is like they're just all of the ideas that they still had in a basket. They're just like, all right, well, we better do this. We're not going to have time later. So, eh, Master Machine comes back. Uh, Shippo pranks a girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and they really are kind of doing the exact same shit they did in season four they're looking for naraku some more inuyasha's complaining i like these stories and these adventures they're i don't know maybe deeper into like the character development we even get a reminder a little later of 
Sango being angry <laughs> and uh, doing a couple of things that made me rethink one or two possible <laughs> ships. Oh, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I know. It's sick. So then we are, we're at base camp. We could have assumed maybe uh, Kagome went home for a short time and came back since they're all hanging out in front of Kaede's place. And they're discussing a series of killings of these monks. But they feel pretty safe because no one in their group is a high-standing monk with a lot of spiritual power. Ha 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 Burn on the Roku! It's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> your, your constant ribbing of me is endearing and not hurtful. <laughs> but then Hachi he flies did. in. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He did seem kind of like, dude, guys. <laughs> yeah, he gets a couple of jokes at his expense in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you know what? Make fun of my womanizing, but lay off the, the monkish abilities. Yeah, I frequently so save your life, including in this episode. <laughs> so Hachi flies in and is like, I think Master Machine has tuberculosis. We really got to walk over. <laughs> I saw him coughing up some blood. I thought he stumbled and fell on his face and, you know, because, I mean, I know his nose is always red because he's constantly drunk, but yeah. I just thought maybe he fell on his face and, you know, got a little bloody nose and that was that was it. Yeah, it's not exactly clear uh, what it just happened to him. So we had to derive from context clues later. It's like, oh, he could have been coughing up blood. I get you. Maybe it's because he drinks all the time. Not a good thing. No, it seems like he's drinking extra in this episode. Right? The last one uh, was Moroku's wind tunnel, right? We're not counting the yeah, movie that he showed where up Where he in. had to, to stitch up the wind tunnel. But, but he I also thought he was drunk then, too. He was, just not and to Moroku, this level. And like, Moroku questioned him. He was like, um, <laughs> are you sure you're good to do this? <laughs> but yeah, let's mention that um, Inuyasha is also uninterested in helping a bunch of monks Boy, is he a pill these last filler episodes. <laughs> They've upped his asshole game. Maybe he's he's mourning uh, Kikyo still, so he's just angry. But his angry faces are so awesome. Yeah, they are. That's true. When they're acting the fool at the inn later, he's just like, I'm eating yes! <laughs> Look at these idiots. Yes, it's it's usually kind of background, but just like his little expression, the way they're just drawing it, where he's just like so over it. It's just, it was cracking me up. And it looked fantastic because this animation was amazing. So some trivia real quick. Um, the original dub, I don't know, it wasn't present in this one, so maybe we're listening to a new dub. Anyway, some other dub, they said this um, machine was eating a pomegranate and didn't wipe his face. Huh. They change it from fish. I don't know why. I'm going through your the burn discs with the fan subs. <laughs> I made it to the uh, Chokyokai episode. Uh-huh. And, and <laughs> you know what I mean. And <laughs> I do, I do. They make it clear that the pig man is after women who haven't had children. So it's not just single women. So that's why Kagome is in danger and everybody why isn't songo in danger 
point being, I, I clearly this wasn't a question that you had in your brain anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll cut it out. <laughs> but so the gang f- flies down to Master Machine. Moroku's very serious. Yeah. And at the, the temple, they find him drunk. And he does that whole bit about Moroku dying that night. Super hilarious bit. Psych. You know, my dad died of this. It's not funny to me. <laughs> Is that yeah. where we get a, the flashback? Which flashback? There's of, a couple. Of his dad dying? I believe that's later. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe that. So then, uh, yeah, Master Machine is like, oh, just kidding. You're not going to die. I'm going to die. Yeah. And he says, that's the path I've chosen. So, of course, everybody's like, eh. Except for Inuyasha, who says, eh, everybody dies. My girlfriend died, so why not all of you? <laughs> he he might have a regret or two. Oh, right. Uh, he passes out drunk, so they wake him. And they say, well, do you want us to do anything? Do you have any regrets? Unfinished business? Oh, Inuyasha's like, I forget his exact words. Like, Do you have any unfinished business that we could do for you before you croak, old man? And yeah. Sit for his trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of sits. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic later. <laughs> so he figures, oh well, you could clean the temple. I've been and so I have drunk. To say, hmm. If I ever need someone to clean my house, that is the team I'm hiring. Oh, they're great. They work together really well. And Inuyasha's so angry, but he <laughs> pours all of that anger into cleaning. <laughs> I loved it. Kagome uh, comes up with the the wind tunnel vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> she's so delighted by it. Uh, oh, I know. I wish she would have shared it, but instead she's just like going, "Oh my gosh, I can't say it out loud, but I really want to." You might <laughs> find it insulting. Like, uh, I don't know if he's got like that kind of control. Like, I think if the dirt's no. coming, everything else is coming too. Yeah, we've seen him pull down buildings, so yeah. that's probably what would happen. <laughs> I don't think it's set on low. <laughs> no. It's a switch, not a dimmer. Master Machine, the words he uses in the dub is like, I want you to clean the temple top to bottom, or first clean the temple top to bottom. That quote is on the front page of the Inuyasha Wikia. So for all this time, I thought those were going to be the last words of the show. <laughs> I thought they were that significant, because why else would you put it on the front page? But I'm happy to see that. No. I do remember the last words of the first part of it before we get to the final act. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I we'll can't see wait what to... you think. <laughs> it's mom, I'm pregnant. <laughs> a different show. So after that, uh, the bedding needs to be aired out. Oh, bouncy hick music. Right here. Oh, Super, like, Inuyasha, like, pull, he was like, Tetsaida! And you think for just kind of a minute, he's like, no way, we just cleaned this temple, and now you're wanting me to do this? No way. But he's pulling out that Tetsaida to beat the crap out of the bedding. Yeah, I'm surprised he got it to transform into the sword. And I think he, I think he's got control over that now. And he wants the, the grass cut, perfect for Sango. 
<laughs> laundry. Kagome shoots an arrow to make a laundry line. Everyone's using their abilities. Yep. Uh, Hachi and Shippo uh, drape everything oh. over the river. Floating up there. I love that shot of Shippo hanging laundry as the pink ball. <laughs> so cute. Yep. Everyone's using their skills and abilities for household <laughs> chores. It's fantastic. But it's dinner time, and Mushin doesn't want it cooked for him. He wants to go to an inn and spend all of their money. A fancy-ass inn. Let's do this. And Moroku's like, you're, you're dying, right? This isn't going to be oh, like, yeah. a, like a money talks or whatever. Him. Yeah, he's like, this is serious, right? This, yeah. this it is. So they, he and Moroku seem to be having a jolly good time. Moroku's Song- up to his old game. <laughs> Of course, Sango is not happy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was there a confession of love? I don't know. Well, yes, but he never said he would stop flirting. <laughs> we might as well have fun before we kill Naraku. But it's, I don't know, it's like, why did you even tell her, hey, when this is over, you and me, but until then, I'm still going to just hit on girls in front of you. Well, he gets punished for it at least later. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, it's making me think he won't be the best husband. I'll have well, an excellent honeymoon and then he'll be right back. I think she knows what she's getting into at least. <laughs> at least there's that. So they they start walking back. Everyone's in a better mood, it seems. Even Inuyasha? Yeah. He's that pouting in the corner. <laughs> Well, he ate. He's fine. <laughs> he was like in his own separate room, like facing away from them. <laughs> just that yeah. glare over his back. The refusal so of the call to adventure, this guy doesn't stop. <laughs> so there's one last thing, and then Master Machine will die with no regrets. There's tell of super booze. Oh, he keeps saying all he wants is to drink sake, and they have to keep reminding him you're already doing that. He said, no, 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 I want the super sake that's on a Mount Kasumidake. I had to look it up. <laughs> where the mist of sages make the mountain look like that one mountain in Breath of the Wild where you find the weird horse. Don't worry about it. But no one has ever returned with the secret booze, which makes you question, how does anybody know about it? Forget it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just knows. Where did the stories come from, I wonder? Mm, maybe the, <laughs> the little gnome sprites told people so that they could lure them up there and murder them or do something. You never really find know, out what. What was their game? Who knows? There was like Keebler elves or something. Yes. But right. Uh, so Maruku, he, he accepts on behalf of the group or just on behalf of himself. And then everybody decides to help him. And <laughs> Ash is pouting still. <laughs> but Moroku accuses him of being a good person because he agreed to come. Yeah, biggest insult. It's like, well, fuck you too. <laughs> so they get there at the mountain four mountains away, and a mist surrounds them immediately. They sense but it's that demonic. it's demonic. Yes, it's a demonic aura. Yes. Best demonic aura ever. Be on your guard, everyone. Uh, too late, because Kagome is singing in your <laughs> hairbrush microphone. <laughs> Kagome karaoke. 
she guess had that with her and uh yeah. <laughs> guess for slow nights she'd bring it. You always need a hairbrush. That's why her hair is like always perfect. And Hachi and Shippo yes and her and become backup choir and transform into her. Yes. <laughs> but they sound like themselves. <laughs> yeah, they do. And uh <laughs> Maroku's like, Oh Jesus Christ, don't inhale everybody. My favorite scene ensues. Works. I thought Drunk Kagome might have been best. And then enter Drunk Sango. Oh, man. She gets uh, <laughs> very affectionate when she's drunk. And Well, first she like comes like a shadowy figure through the mist looking all badass. And you were like, oh, Sango's a mean drunk. But, but no. She is in the mood for fighting, it seems, because he's like, yeah, we're going to just get out of here and go kill that Miraku, you and me, buddy. I'm not wrong, right? She does try to kiss him. Oh, yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. And he's struggling to back away from her. You know what? Kind of awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of okay. Miraku's uncomfortable. Kagome's not okay with it. Not no, in the least. She sits uh, in Yasha for the remainder of the scene. Meanwhile, Sango's like, oh, okay, can't kiss Inuyasha. I'm going to throw my Harakus at Moroku and try and kill him. Basically, yeah. She tries to decapitate him. She is like, a mean I think she was, she was giving it more in this trying to kill him than in their fight from that like frog salamander demon egg thing yeah she says she's sick of that flirting monk and uh cries at first and then is like so maroku is like inuyasha what did he ask him to do oh to blow this yeah windscar windscar all the mist away (laughs) yeah she's like uh dude look before you tell me (laughs) kagome's just like leaning down on her knees just going sit 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 (laughs) <laughs> She's getting a little tired of doing it. So Moroku does what he should have done immediately and just wind tunnels everything. The wind tunnel vacuum. Yay, we heard about it earlier, folks. Look look at it go. Yeah, didn't he say something weird like uh, a man should never fear intoxication or something? Something like that. So is his tolerance to alcohol just so good that it takes him a while to get drunk? Is that the idea? Can you... Can you get drunk from the wind tunnel? <laughs> well, even even him breathing it in didn't seem to affect him as quickly well, as the others. He was the only one who was covering his face. Oh, he's a pro masker. Inuyasha like kind of did till Sango jumped on him. Yeah, but he's got half demon tolerance. <laughs> That's true. It really didn't affect him that much. He was just getting sick. He might have kissed Sango back if it did. I don't think so. He looked very <laughs> uncomfortable. He looked really uncomfortable. With all the mist gone, they see the Keebler elves. And I'm sure you've murdered people, but we won't talk about it. I guess they actually had a jug of sake. It's not just sake mist. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> So they distill it from the cave walls when they just put the mist in there. Uh, Mushin runs out of booze, but uh, 
Moroku gets back just in time to give him the super just suck. Just in time. And uh, Mushin's pretty happy. Yep, they. this is where they have the flashback of his dad dying. Yeah, which makes, like, okay. So Moroku, he was still young. But obviously he'd had some sort of relationship with his father. So his father wasn't just the one who, you know, knocked up his mom and took off. Right. But what happened to his mom? It's a good question. I wonder if we ever find out. I don't I get the feeling she wasn't around. Maybe she died in childbirth. Because, yeah, it doesn't seem. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like she was. And was his dad a monk? He must have been, because his grandpa was a monk, too. I think, yeah, they established that, I believe. So is Mushin friends with his dad or friends with his grandpa? Oh. Like, well, does Mushin... he go way back? I think so, because Mushin's pretty old. Yeah. He and grandpa were probably hitting bars. Yeah, they went out whoring all the time. <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, they have a nice little moment together, and I guess that the... the site where Moroku's dad died is just within sight of the uh, uh, back porch. <laughs> the giant crater. Yeah, that makes sense. Because of the dad Moroku, like, kid Moroku ran out of the temple to his dad. Mission grabbed him. Yeah, I'm sure his dad was like, oh, I'm dying. Better get outside. Yeah. Mushin passes out. Oh, wait, no. Well, he says something very nice where he's like, it must be tough. You, you can't even get drunk because you don't know if you're going to survive tomorrow. And he says, well, I can get drunk on the idea of killing Naraku. Hey, wake up. <laughs> but he's not awake. And he drops the thing of sake. And the bottle of sake is tipped over and just pouring out in all that priceless sake. Yeah, that really bothered me. You know it did. I don't like waste. <laughs> and Moroku's like, no. Oh, you're snoring. Yeah, well, you know, he, like, hugs him and cries for a long time before he realizes he's just snoring. He don't know pulses. <laughs> Those weren't invented yet. <laughs> Nobunaga didn't buy them from the Portuguese. Turns out Mushin was telling a little fib, and he was omitting details about what he was worried about, which is, yeah, there's somebody out there killing monks. I could be next. And then everyone's like, oh, that's what you were? Yeah, I know, you're good. You don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Just it's like only after, <laughs> only after spiritual monks, and you're the worst, so you're fine. <laughs> but the one person happy about all this is Kagome, who's like, ah, oh, we had a fun time. Yeah, she said, like, of course, you know, Yasha's complaining. That was just a waste. And she was like, I don't know. I think sometimes this is kind of good. And I think Moroku, too. They just sort of have a little moment. Like, I don't know. I'm sure Mushin gets lonely. And it's kind of nice to see Moroku and just have a nice visit. Yeah, I like these filler episodes. That's what Kagome says. <laughs> it was it was kind of a tender moment where Moroku, like, just starts walking away. And then he just smiles, like, huh. Yeah. Master Mushin. You randy old yeah. devil, you. <laughs> but Kagura is up to her old tricks again. Yes, this episode's not over. No, another monk is half murdered and an infant listens to his final heartbeats. Yeah, well, and then he tells Kagura to finish it. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, she's very dark for this episode. But he's still a baby. Yeah, he's not 14 yet or whatever. (laughs) He's probably younger than that. And then, um, yeah, he says he's searching for the border between the living and the dead. But he can't seem to locate it with humans. It doesn't matter how spiritual they are. They're not powerful enough. He's searching for the final jewel shard, too. For his own end, or for Naraku, I'm not sure. I would guess it's for himself. Because Naraku didn't seem to care. No, he does. It's for Naraku. Because remember he was talking to like that weird earlobe guy about finding the last jewel shard? Well, I just thought that their missions were the same. They happened to be the same. Cause it I seems think like, Naraku oh. had a baby so that he could go do all the hard work. I thought Naraku had a baby because that's what all of his love into Kikio was. Just like <laughs> this baby that he birthed. I thought he said something like that. <laughs> well, that's when they were thinking the baby was Onigumo, but I don't think that baby is Onigumo. Well, I still have many questions. And as soon as we get out of the dredge of these filler episodes, we'll find out the kid will turn 10. He'll have a sword on a stick and a fire horse, and we'll get our answers. <laughs> oh, and they oh, fly by. Yes, they fly. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was safe after all. Not interested. <laughs> and I'm finally at the part in Shiki where people are like, call me crazy. I think this might be vampires. <laughs> There's a lot of evidence to suggest we may be dealing with vampires. Perhaps we should test this theory by digging somebody up. Oh no, a vampire attacked us. I think that's clear. We should tell more people. What about that weird blue-haired guy with like the cat ear hair? Yeah, I just got to the part where he mentioned he's the only one of them that could walk around during the daytime. I thought he was going to be a werewolf or something. Yeah, he's kind of a weirdo, I guess. I still like the show, but yeah, it's not as good as another. I'm sorry for suggesting that it might be, but I like it. (laughs) I'll enjoy the bloodbath. All right, we did a good job talking about the last banquet of Moroku's master. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode. We're getting closer and closer to Yashihime. They're releasing promotional stuff about the characters. And oh boy, we have 60 episodes to go before we finish Inuyasha. Oh. (laughs) We have one more episode to figure out what we're doing with the movie. Thinking of still doing commentary, but mainly only, maybe we only watch like 30 minute chunks at a time or something. I don't know. Sitting in front of our computer screens for an hour and a half seems like too long. But I do like our commentary. Why don't we? Do, we'll just talk about the movie. We won't do commentary, and then maybe by the time we get to the fourth movie, which doesn't exist, we'll be able to do commentary again. Okay. Yeah, I'll get real belligerent on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no good. And then two more episodes, and we're done with the season. Or like you say, we're not. We're still into season six. <laughs> Join us when we make that decision, everybody. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) 
Also, check out our Twitter. Oh, God. Okay. Check out our Twitter account. We view Yasha on Twitter. Check out Lindsay on Super S. They uh, recap all of your favorite shows. They have t-shirts for sale. You could buy them to trick other people into thinking you like the show. But it's really just to reveal that you're a pervert who wants his <laughs> mom to bang her son. Those aren't our shirts. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. Those are just t-shirts that Dustin wears. I I agree with you. He is supporting the show. Right. <laughs> Said he's trying to catfish people. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if you run into a problem when it's somebody else who's doing the same thing? It's like a serial killer hitchhiker getting picked <laughs> up by a serial killer truck driver. It's like, geez, who's going to win? <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Lindsay, save me for myself. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like this.